Good evening. Uh, it's so good to be here with you again tonight. And uh, this evening, uh, the, the, the topic that I want to speak upon is tenacity over adversity. So let me repeat that for you. Tenacity over adversity. And so before we start, let's, let's look at uh, what the dictionary says about adversity. The quality, this is uh, tenacity, the quality or fact of being very determined, having determination. Is that you? Are you someone with great uh, tenacity? Do I hear you say yes? Uh, or do I or do I hear you say uh, I'm not sure? All of us should do the very best that we can do to have tenacity, to hold on, not to give up whatever our circumstances are. And I know right now some of us are going through some things that we've never ever in our lives experienced. And uh, I certainly haven't experienced what we've gone through since March this year. However, through tenacity and wanting to move forward and hold on, my tenacity in actual fact has actually increased. So let's look at ad adversity, a difficult or unpleasant situation a difficult or unpleasant situation. And uh, some of us have been in uh, unpleasant situations uh, over the last few months. Many months, some of us have had uh, unpleasant situations, but it's how we look at them. It's how we tackle them. It's what we do about those circumstances. And just recently, uh, I've been watching a, uh, a program, um, a, a series on the television uh, regarding black gospel music. Now, those of you that know me uh, will know that uh, I love black gospel music, having been in many churches uh, and served in many churches where there's been lots of black gospel. It really gets into you, gets into your spirit, it gets into your... It just gets into your mind, and uh, sometimes you can't uh, forget humming some, some of those tunes that really touch you and bless you. Well, whilst watching this program, um, I was touched by some of the testimonies of the people uh, who have gone through adversity, but because of their resilience and their tenacity, they have started to overcome their challenges. And I just wanted to share with you this evening some of their testimonies, uh, because I think for some of us, it will be very encouraging. It will let us see what we can do when we put our minds to it. And just in, in, in a few moments, I'm gonna give you some scriptures to go with this. But first of all, uh, let me talk about uh, uh, the the, the people that were being interviewed. First of all, uh, there was a, a pastor in, uh, in Virginia, 
in America wanted to put together uh, a choir um, of uh, people from different diverse uh, backgrounds, uh, nationalities, and uh, he wanted it to be one of the best choirs uh, in the United States. And so uh, he had 3,000 applications. And uh, it was amazing. And anyway, they had to whittle it down to 75. But I'll quickly uh, fast, fast forward uh, to, uh, to what happened there. And so they whittled it down to um, 75 people through various um, uh, selection process. And uh, one of the guys uh, that was there on the selection panel for part of the time was Farrell Williams. And uh, those of the, that you that know the song, the, the happy song, I know Pastor Daniel likes the happy, happy, happy song. Uh, that's just my little audition, uh, Laura, if you're watching. And uh, he was there and his uncle, uh, in actual fact, it was the pastor, the bishop of this church. And so various people came from all different parts of the United States, not just in the Virginia area, but from different, different places. And I was so touched and blessed when I listened to some of these people that came, they had to stand in front of uh, a panel of, uh, of uh, judges that were gonna say yes or no, and there was no coming back. It was one time only, they either took you in or, or put, you, uh, uh, put you out. And uh, there was one young lady that came in and uh, she, she suffered social anxiety. So those of you that suffer with anxiety, um, maybe this is a word for you. This young lady, she was probably in her mid-twenties, and uh, she always, always, always wanted to sing. But she had a problem in being with people, being socially connected with people. But, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit, she was moved from her chair one day to get up and say, I can do this. I am going to do it. And she went to the, uh, to the selection uh, on the selection day. And uh, she went in before the, and you had to sing in a cappella. There was no microphone. And she started to sing. And uh, as the day went on and I was watching it, uh, I discovered that quite a few of them chose the same song. But she started to sing, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. Every hour, I need thee. And as I'm saying that, oh, I can feel the hair on my arms and my hands beginning to stand up. And she sang it with such power and authority. And that was a breaking point for her in her life regarding her anxiety. She just stepped out. She had the tenacity to step out and come against the adversity that had affected her life. And then uh, there was another guy that came in and uh, he was probably in his early 40s, very slender man. A uh, very uh, unassuming guy. And uh, I noticed that 
uh, he had a uh, prosthetic limb on his right arm. In fact, he had, on this particular day, he had a hook. And I thought, my goodness, wow. Anyway, he sang. Uh, we weren't there, they weren't there to look at his physical uh, condition. They were just there to look at his heart and to hear his voice. And boy, could he sing. And he had had so many trials and tribulations in his life. And so they asked him uh, after he sang, I said, hey, uh, if you don't mind us asking, what happened to you? Uh, what, what happened to your arm? And such a sad story, but a story that brought glory to God. When the young boy, when this young man was four, a young boy, he was with his grandpa and uh, he was sitting on the back of, uh, of his grandpa's lawnmower, like uh, I've seen it happen many times in the United States. Uh, two people can sit on the same mower. Anyway, this young boy was four and he was with grandpa having a great time mowing the lawn and enjoying the beautiful weather. And he fell off and grandpa hadn't noticed and grandpa had turned the mower around and actually sliced his right arm off from the elbow down. And so this young, this young boy at four years of age had to have lots of surgeries and had to have his arm uh, extended with a prosthetic um, arm. But you know, even through all of that, just imagine at four years of age and you lose most of your right arm. Even through that, God was there, God took him through has brought him through into a beautiful, mature man singing the gospel for Jesus. You see, when we have that tenacity, we can overcome any adversity in our life. And I just want to encourage you tonight, where you are in your home watching this, and you may be sitting there thinking, oh, if only I could do that. If only I could do this. I want to tell you tonight, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You just need to tell yourself with God's help, by God's grace, I can do this. I can make it happen. I can make a change in my life. I can do those things that I've always wanted to do. We just have to get up and we just have to make it happen. Now, I want you to go to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 11 with me. And let's look at this, this together. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 says this. In him we have obtained an inheritance. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So God has already preordained. We are predestined for a great future, for a great life. And sometimes when adversity comes along, we allow it to get inside us. We allow it to eat us up, and we allow the devil to get inside of our ears 
and tell us, no, you can't. You'll never do that. No, it's impossible. You will never overcome that. And so what happens is we just live that way, not believing in ourselves, not believing we can do things. And even with, with, with COVID, sure, I will be the first one to say there are some times when I get a little frustrated because there are certain things I want to do and can't do. Typical example of how it's, it's so easy to forget. And, and I'm, I'm a pretty focused guy on, on, on things. Yesterday, uh, we were, why not I often go out for walks. We were gonna go for uh, a, an early morning walk. Uh, it was our day to, uh, to rest and to uh, just be together. And guys, it's always good to find time to be with your family, particularly with your wives. When the children are at school and if you're at home because you're, uh, you're furloughed uh, or you, you can't go to work, go for a nice walk. But anyway, we went, we went out for a walk. And uh, before we left, I said, Why not? Oh, I said, I'll take my wallet just in case we stop somewhere for breakfast. And she said, um, where are we going to stop for breakfast? And okay, there are, I know people are sitting there, well, there are takeaways. You, yeah, but we, I was in my head. I thought, oh, we'll go into one of our favorite restaurants down uh, in Old Portsmouth, forgetting the place was closed. And so even I sometimes forget and get frustrated about things though, because I, in my head I was envisaging a nice plate of bacon and eggs and all those things you know that go with a nice breakfast and some nice endless coffee would have been great for me yesterday and so even I find that frustration however we just overcome it I said okay bless God let's go for a walk and when we come home I'll fix us some breakfast and so that's what we did and sometimes we can allow just those little tiny things just to creep in and they creep in and uh, we need to learn uh, not to let those things happen to us because uh, they, don't, they don't do us any good. They just pull us down and uh, we just don't feel good. Now, let's look at some uh, chapter 10 and verse six, okay? It says, he says in his heart, I shall not be moved throughout all generations. I shall not meet adversity. Um, and that was, uh, that was David. Not wanting to meet adversity. And none of us should want to meet, meet adversity. We need to stay firm. We need to stay solid and just tell ourselves, we're going we're gonna to make this happen. We're going we're gonna to put COVID to one side. You know, um, I uh, when, when I'm teaching nearly every day, maybe uh, hours on end sometimes, I'm talking to students all around the world, and I'm talking to, to businessmen, businesswomen, doctors, dentists, whatever. And uh, the, the topic of conversation every time is COVID. And now I've got to the point, I just say, uh, do you mind uh, if we just move on? And uh, let's, let's talk about some positive stuff, because we're, we're just getting negative here and uh, we just need to believe. And I, even in my job, uh, I, just, I just talk about God and I just say, God has this under control. God is watching. And uh, it gives me a great opportunity to talk about uh, our Lord Jesus Christ and how he can take us from adversity into newer things and how we use that tenacity that we have. And you know, um, 
there was a, a, another young man um, at this uh, uh, selection panel to join this choir. And uh, he was a nice young man in his 30s. And when he was 18, uh, he didn't have Jesus in his life. And uh, he was at a party and uh, they had been uh, smoking and drinking and taking drugs and all the crazy things. And he went to the bathroom and when he was in the bathroom, he fell. And as he fell, he cracked the back of his neck on the bath, on the bathtub. And uh, ended up, thank God, uh, people were quick to get the, uh, to get the paramedics there. And uh, in fact, uh, the story is he actually stopped breathing for a few moments and the paramedics revived him. They took him to the hospital and he was unconscious for four days. And when he woke up, he discovered that from the neck down, he was paralyzed. And uh, he was told, you'll never walk again. Well, someone shared Jesus with him. And suddenly, his adversity in life took a different perspective. And he started to sing, even though he couldn't walk. He started to sing, fell in love with Jesus. And then we fast forward to now. And it was amazing. In fact, he opened the, 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 the concert that they had there that weekend. And he was able to stand, hear me, people. He was able to stand in front of thousands of people, share Jesus and share his testimony and talk about how now he can walk and he can move around. The only thing that he doesn't have full control of is his hands. And you can tell that by the way he stands, he has a little difficulty with the movement of his hands, but the rest of his body is moving. So the tenacity, which is on the inside of him, started to come through. What an amazing testimony. I've got to be honest with you, I sat while I was watching that particular part with tears in my eyes. I could not believe what I was hearing or what I was seeing. And it just comes down to how we view life. Like we just read there uh, in, in, in Psalm chapter 10 and verse 6, just that, that, that last part, I shall not meet adversity. I will not let adversity come into my life. Tell yourself that I will not let adversity come into my life, into my situation, into my home, into my job, into my relationships, into my family. We allow adversity to come upon us and then suddenly we just feel that we're locked and we can't move left or right. Let me tell you, my friends, tonight, let the tenacity that is within you, that God has placed within you, rise up. You may remember some time ago, I talked about the DNA of God being in us. We are formed by him. We have his DNA. We carry his DNA. And it was at the time when I talked about creativity. Some of you now at home, maybe you're not doing much. Maybe you're just 
wishing that COVID would finish and everything would be okay. Start to learn a new skill. Uh, um, Pastor Daniel has been talking about this recently to us, about finding a new skill, doing something different. And uh, even I have started uh, something new. Uh, most of my uh, work uh, over, over recent years has been in event management and planning. Now uh, I'm taking a course in uh, event, event technology uh, and, and, and facilitation, which means that from, from my office, I can facilitate a whole event anywhere in the world without moving from, from my office and pull things together uh, for, for hundreds of people around the world using technology. I've had to learn some new skills and there's still more to learn, but I'm doing it. And I told one other day when, I, when, uh, when we get through into the new year, I'm going to take a, a course in painting and decorating. You might think, oh my God, people that know me, but I want to do it. I felt it just, uh, one day I thought, you know, I need to, uh, to, to get and learn how to paint so I can do some painting in the home, do some decorating. And uh, I'm going to, I found some two courses that I can follow and it'll take me uh, a few months to do it, but I'm looking forward to it with joy and, uh, and anticipation because I am not gonna let things stand in my way just because uh, we are in, in, in a lockdown period. Hopefully in the new year, all those things will dissipate and go away. But even so, I am still gonna do something new and different. And you know, there, there, there were many people um, in this uh, particular uh, program that were interviewed. They just uh, randomly selected different people to talk to and, and find out from them what adversity had affected them, where had they been, what had happened in their lives. There was a young man there, and uh, he told the story. He said, when I was seven, I woke up uh, in, in the night and heard this terrible noise. And... Uh, he said, I knew that my stepfather used to beat my mother. And I ran out of the back door and I ran down to my grandma's and uh, she called the police. By the time the police arrived, mama was dead. His stepfather had killed his mother. And I, I had to stop for a moment as the, the, the tears rolled up in my, because I could now I was looking at a young man who was preaching the gospel, singing the gospel. He was singing the love of Jesus through music. And so he had gone through all of these challenges as a little boy, but God had brought him through that adversity. And because the young man had relied on his personality, on his drive, on his tenacity, God had taken him to great places. And so um, as I come to a close, I'm going to just share one more story that really, really touched my heart, um, wrapped around music. Um, but before I do, I just want to say this to you. If you've heard what I've said tonight and you say to yourself, that's me. Oh, I need to, to do something to move. Why don't you just contact the office this week, either by telephone uh, or by email? And uh, at the end of my message, they will put up a slide with all that information on. Write to us. Maybe we can help you. Maybe we can, and we, we would love to uh, encourage you 
in new ventures, in new things that you may want to do that you think you may need help for. Uh, we have lots of people that have lots of resources that can help you. Uh, we can help you ourselves. Uh, part of what I do is I mentor young men. I mentor teenagers. I mentor uh, young, young married men uh, all, of all ages. I mentor people, help you get through some of the challenges in life. And also we have uh, women on the team as well uh, who could do the same. Pastor Daniel mentors some of our young men. Uh, I mentor them too. And uh, together uh, we can all move forward and help one another to see a greater influence on our lives together as we grow and as we reach out. Well, finally, I want to tell you about this young lady. She was in her mid-20s. Sorry. There's so many stories I've got in front of me here. I, I thought she was 20 when I was watching, but in actual fact, uh, she's 15. So forgive me for that. Uh, but I, I, when I was watching the program uh, with Wynell, we both thought that she was in her 20s. She was 15. Now, when she was born, she was born with only one ear. She had no right ear. Nothing at all. And so over the years in her, uh, in, in her early years of, of development, they took different grafts and different bone grafts. And some of you that know the medical profession, you know what happens. And they developed an ear, but she can't hear. But she wanted to sing. Now, for those of you that do sing that have got 100% hearing, you know sometimes how difficult it is to find those notes uh, to slot into the right place when you're harmonizing. This girl has such an amazing testimony. This girl loves Jesus with all of her heart. And I believe that through the love of Jesus in her, her tenacity level became beyond 100%. And I watched her go to the audition she sang and after she sang the, the 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 people that were judging whether she was going to go through or not were asking her some questions and when she pulled her her hair back and showed them that she had a false right ear they were blown away and um you know it was it, it was a day that uh, farrell williams was there and his his face was a picture he was like i can't believe this and so it progressed through and I watched how she kept the beat. She used to tap on, 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 her, on, 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 her, on her wrist. She used to tap, tap, tap. And once she had the note, she'd be able to retain it somehow. But the amazing thing was, hallelujah, she was selected to sing in this choir. And uh, they gave her a special place at the end of the choir, at the end of the concert, to, when she came out of the choir, she did a little solo spot. And it was so wonderful. Can you imagine 15 years of age, you only have one ear that you can hear through because you were born without the other side. And I just want to say to you tonight, folks, if you think that you have trials and tribulations, just sit and think on some of the things that I've told you about tonight. Not to, uh, please, this is not to condemn you. This is to build you up and to let you know and let you see what you, you, I'm talking to you and to you and to you, what you can do 
when you allow the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through you, you let your levels of tenacity rise and you have that I can do spirit. I can do. I will do. I am going to do. I am going to be successful. I am going to do the things that I've always wanted to do but have held myself back on. And I understand some of us, we have challenges with our personalities and whether we can mix with people. Or not. Let me tell you, all of us can overcome those adversities in life if we want to. I love you guys. Love you with all of my heart. You know how to contact me if you want to contact me. Some of you young guys, if you need mentoring, if you need help, if you need advice, write to the office. More than happy to talk to you. We can talk through social media like this. Uh, we can talk on the phone. Uh, or we can meet socially distanced at the moment. Very happy to do that. All we want to do is help you overcome some of the adversities in your life. And so after I finish speaking, um, and the team in the studio will wrap this up. Uh, they will pray with you. They will give you information as to how you can contact us in the office. And I just pray that you have a fantastic week ahead of you, that God will bless you, use you mightily. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen.